Welcome to Aquarium Tip Tank. This is TJ. Once again, I'd like to remind you to go to www.aquariumtiptank.com and sign up for our free e-updates and newsletter so you can get all of the latest tips and tricks to relaxing and enjoying your home aquarium. My live sand, live rock, and salt water are all in my tank, and it is cycling. That's what we're going to talk about today, the cycling process of your fish tank. However, first, uh, here's a little aquarium tip tank news and housekeeping, as always. First, I'd like to say, do not, do not purchase an API Next Aquarium canister filter. It is leaking once again. I wrote about how it leaked at the beginning of my system check. You can go to www.aquariumtiptank.com forward slash 30 salt system check to check it out. Somehow, I did get it fixed, but I don't really know what I did to get it to work. I took it all the way apart, I put it all back together, but I didn't really change anything, and I put it back in and turned it back on, and it worked for four straight days during my system check. It worked for an hour after my live sand, live rock, and salt water were in the tank. I went up to check on things, and the floor under my tank was wet. It was leaking again. So I basically just don't trust these API Nex aquarium filtration systems. Return them. Don't buy them. Again, I just don't trust them. I might get one back. You know, I've, I've been talking to um, I've been talking to Rena and their warranty people and things like that. And I do have to send mine in, and then they'll send a new one back to me. Hopefully that new one works. So I might try it out. I'll, of course, let you know what happens with all of that. But at this point, if you haven't bought one yet, I just wouldn't trust it. If you can easily return it and you haven't opened it yet or, or yours isn't working for you or something like that, just go ahead and bring it back and return it. Um, so now the issue is I'm trying to figure out what to do about filtration with a tank full of live sand, live rock, and salt water. Luckily, my tank is cycling. We'll get into that. Do I need a filter to cycle? Sometimes it helps. Um, and sometimes it helps actually get the cycling through the filtration system as well. Uh, Sometimes it helps, but the tank will still cycle kind of on its own as long as you have some water movement. And I do have a pump and power head in there that is moving the water around, um, creating aeration and gas exchange. And gas exchange um, can be key and help you with your uh, cycling as well. We'll get into all that in just a minute. Uh, I also just want to say thank you. Uh, we love you guys for reading, listening, and or viewing what we have to offer here over at Aquarium Tip Tank. Whether you found us at the website, on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, or through this podcast, thank you very, very much for taking some time to listen and look for our tips for your home aquarium and tropical fish tank. Uh, we also thank you for the ratings and reviews and hope that you please keep them coming. We, we would love to have those reviews uh, written anywhere that you want to write those reviews. Please go ahead and comment on things. I will write back. Um, and uh, 
go ahead and leave a review on iTunes or you know wherever you think you might be able to leave a review. Uh, we would love to understand where you're at with your home aquarium and what you'd like to see, hear, and read from us. Uh, also, as always, please get in touch with us in any way you wish. We love hearing from our fellow aquarium hobbyists. Any questions, comments, or anything like that that you might have, or does your does anybody have any aquarium breakthroughs? Uh, what's going on with your aquarium? Uh, you can say hello to us on Facebook or Twitter, and that's at www.facebook.com forward slash Aquarium Tip Tank. Our Twitter handle is at Aquarium Tip Tank. And you can always email us, and that's tj at AquariumTipTank.com or support at AquariumTipTank.com. And, of course, the website itself. You can always leave comments on posts. All right. Enough of all that. It is time to get into our feature segment. It's time to start talking about the cycling of a tropical fish tank. Cycling your tank is really all about getting your biological filter up and running. I go over this briefly in podcast seven. Uh, you can listen to that at www.aquariumtiptank.com forward slash ATT podcast 007. So what does it mean to cycle your tank? What is biological filtration? Well, some people call it the nitrogen cycle. Some people call it cycling an aquarium or the biological cycle or new tank syndrome. It's all the same, and it's really all about getting beneficial bacteria to reproduce and colonize your tank in quantities sufficient for keeping toxins to a minimum. Well, toxins, what are these toxins that I'm talking about? Toxins come in the form of ammonia. Ammonia comes from decomposing fish waste, decomposing food, anything dead and decomposing in your tank turns into ammonia. And ammonia is very, very toxic to fish and invertebrates. Uh, you want During the cycling of your tank, you do want to have a spike of ammonia in your tank and get rid of that ammonia before adding any livestock. Well, how do we get rid of that ammonia? That's what we're about to talk about here in just a few minutes. But in the wild in the, and in the oceans, ammonia is almost immediately cleared by the constant water changes from the waves and currents. There is always new, hopefully clean water being brought into a fish's ecosystem. There are also large colonizations of beneficial bacteria that use the ammonia as fuel. And those things are already there. Our oceans have been around for millions and millions of years. That beneficial bacteria is already out there in those oceans. So what we need is that beneficial bacteria to be in our tanks. Some other toxins that we have are nitrites. Well, nitrites are the byproduct of denitrifying beneficial bacteria, breaking down the ammonia and using it as fuel, called nitrosomonas. Nitrites are still very toxic to fish and invertebrates, but not as toxic. So there are also other toxins that are called nitrates. But nitrates are the byproduct of denitrifying beneficial bacteria, breaking down those nitrites that we just talked about and using those nitrites as fuel. Now, these beneficial bacteria that break down the nitrites all are called nitrospira. Now, nitrate is actually the final byproduct. It actually kind of just gets left in your tank, unless, of course, you change the water. 
Now, nitrates are much less toxic to fish and invertebrates, but still toxic in large quantities. So nitrates must be removed from the aquarium water. Again, this is done by performing water changes. But how do we get rid of all of those other, you know, all the ammonia and the nitrite to begin with? Like, how, how do we get this beneficial bacteria to grow? Well, um, we get rid of these toxins by having that beneficial denitrifying bacteria uh, in our tank all over the large quantities of surface area that we put in our tank by performing, performing water changes and performing some filtration. The problem is that the population of beneficial uh, bacteria isn't large enough to get rid of these toxins when a fish tank is first started. We also need places for the beneficial bacteria to colonize. This is why surface area is so very important to have in your tank. So this is where the cycling of the tank comes in. Basically, cycling a tank is the process of reproducing this beneficial bacteria that is necessary to get rid of each of these toxins in turn. So how do we go about cycling an aquarium? What are the methods that are used? Well, what we want to do is somehow create a spike in ammonia so that the beneficial nitrosomonas have more fuel to feed on. If they have more fuel to food to feed on, they will take advantage of that food. They will reproduce and colonize all of the pieces of surface area in your tank. In the past, a very hardy fish was used. Now, we at Aquarium Tip Tank absolutely positively do not recommend this method. It is cruel and unnecessary. There is no reason to submit a fish to those high levels of toxins when it can be done without a fish. The reason a hardy fish used to, be, uh, used to be used back in the old days is that fish create waste. That decomposing waste is the source of the ammonia spike. However, these high levels of toxins can be very, very stressful to even the strongest of fish. And that strongest of fish that was used usually ended up getting stressed and dying. And we don't want that. There's no reason, again, once again, to kill a fish in the process of cycling your tank. So, there are other things that we can use, like live sand. Now, live is kind of a misnomer. Uh, the sand itself can't actually be alive. Uh, there are tons of tiny little microorganisms straight from the ocean within the sand. And that's why it's called live sand. Some of those microorganisms may die. And that's okay, because that's just an added source of ammonia to kickstart the cycling process. Some of those microorganisms may also be the beneficial bacteria that will consume the ammonia and the nitrite. The great thing about live sand is that there's also a whole lot of surface area. There are tons and tons of little particles that are in there, and they each have their own surface to themselves, so that there's a whole bunch of surface area in there for beneficial bacteria to grow on. Another method or, or tool that can be used is live rock. Again, same thing with live sand. Live is kind of a misnomer. How the heck can a rock itself be alive, right? Well, it's not. But it, once again, there are tons of those tiny little microorganisms straight from the ocean that are within the rock. Once again, 
Some of those microorganisms may die, creating the spike in ammonia that might be needed to kickstart your cycling process. And some of those microorganisms might be the beneficial bacteria that will help to consume the ammonia and the nitrite. Once again, live rock has a whole, whole lot of surface area. Other things that are used are combinations of live sand and live rock. And also a way to kickstart your cycling process. Maybe you go ahead and you use both live sand and live rock. This is what I'm using. This is what I currently have set up in my tank. Now, in order to get some ammonia kickstarted in that tank when there aren't any fish in it yet, what I'm going to do is start with small amounts of fish food or a small dead shrimp. Now, that fish food will eventually decompose, and I'm going to put this fish food in maybe once a day, once every other day, and that fish food will decompose, or that dead shrimp will decompose, and start the ammonia growing in your tank. And that ammonia in your tank will once again be the fuel and the food for the beneficial bacteria to grow and feed on. So, what will happen when I'm cycling my tank? Is there anything we should see or notice during the cycling process? And how will we know the nitrification cycle is complete? So, first, uh, you'll notice a spike in ammonia. Beneficial nitrous ammonas will realize there's more food for them to eat. In fact, there's actually too much food and too much ammonia for the current nitrous ammonia population. So they will reproduce and colonize all of that surface area that you have in your tank. Ammonia levels will start to eventually, once uh, more beneficial bacteria in these nitrous ammonas grow and reproduce, the ammonia levels will start to drop. When the ammonia levels start to drop, the byproduct of these beneficial bacteria feeding on that ammonia is nitrites. So, second, you should notice a spike in nitrite. The beneficial nitrospira will then realize that there's more food for them to eat. There will be too much food for the current nitrospira population, so they will reproduce and colonize the surface area that is still in abundance in your tank. Eventually, as those nitrospira and, and all sorts of other beneficial bacteria go ahead and grow and reproduce and colonize your tank, the nitrite levels will also start to drop. Well, those nitrospira, as they fuel and feed on that nitrite, they produce nitrates as their byproduct. So the nitrite levels will drop. And third, what you'll notice is a spike in nitrate levels. Now, as we stated earlier, nitrates are much less toxic to fish and invertebrates, but they can still be lethal in large doses. The only way to get rid of them is performing regular water changes. Uh, filters and protein skimmers may also help a little bit, but those filters and protein skimmers eventually do pump water back into uh, the tank. They kind of pump your water through them and then kind of try and get the stuff out and then still pump that water back in there. So 
you know, the only positive way that you can get those nitrates out of your tank is really by performing regular water changes. You're definitely getting at least some of those nitrates out of your tank. And then you're putting new water in that doesn't have any of those nitrates in it. So it's the only surefire way that you can actually get rid of these nitrates. However, what you don't want to do is do water changes during the cycling process. Now, obviously, uh, these things that you'll note for these things that you'll notice, test kits are required and are very important and are a very important item to have when cycling your tank. These changes in test results are what will be noticed and what will change during the cycling of the tank. So you got to have a good test kit, and you've got to test, you know, every day, once every other day, something like that, and keep track of these tests so that you make sure that you see that spike in ammonia, and then that drop in ammonia and that spike in nitrites, and then that drop in nitrites and the spike in nitrates. Now, once you see that spike in nitrates, personally, you should probably let it, the tank sit for a little while with everything just running. You don't have any fish in there yet. The nitrates, yes, they're in there. But you don't really want to change any of your aquarium water during the cycling process. You might be getting rid of nitrites. So their beneficial bacteria can't fuel on those nitrites. You have to wait until the nitrates are in abundance or there's more nitrates in there. And the nitrate trites and ammonia levels are back down to zero. It's the only way of knowing that there's enough beneficial bacteria in your tank to be taking care of those ammonia levels and the nitrite levels. So after all of this is done and you have some detectable nitrates in there and all of those ammonia and nitrite levels are down at zero, it's now possible to start adding livestock. However, please Please, please, please stock your tank slowly. Each fish or invertebrate that you add produces waste. And therefore, there will be a small spike in ammonia. You have to make sure that the nitrobacters or the beneficial bacteria that you have in your tank are taking care of that ammonia and nitrite and producing nitrate. You have to make sure that there is an abundance of beneficial bacteria in there and that they are taking care of those toxins. You might want to start with some motile invertebrates, some small little shrimp or some snails or things like that. They help root around in the live sand. And by rooting around in the live sand, the issue, you know, well, with having a lot of sand, no matter if it's live sand or not, is the fact that in those beds of sand, some pockets of ammonia can create, can be created. Well, those motile invertebrates will sift through that sand and get to those pockets of ammonia and things like that. And they're usually fairly hardy in those, you know, you wouldn't want to release those pockets of ammonia into your tank with fish in it. So you might want to start with some motile invertebrates that will root around in that sand a little bit and get those pockets of ammonia or toxins out of your sand. And, you know, it's always a good thing. This is kind of called a cleaner crew in the aquarium world. And it's always a good thing to have a pretty large number of, and a pretty large cleaning crew, just constantly sifting through the sand in your tank and cleaning up the stuff that's in there. Now, that doesn't mean that you want to throw some of them in while you're cycling your tank, because the ammonia levels should get so high that it stresses those invertebrates out as well. And then you'll have those dead invertebrates in your tank. 
creating more and more toxins in a spike in a in a spike that's just too high of ammonia and toxins. Okay, so to sum everything up, you'll see a spike in ammonia, or you want to get a spike in ammonia. Then the beneficial bacteria, uh, the nitrobacters, or what we call nitrosomona, will reproduce and colonize all of the surface area in the tank due to the fact that there is an added fuel source for them. Then there will be a reduction in ammonia levels, a spike in nitrite levels. Then more nitrobacters, the nitrospira, will reproduce and colonize more of the surface area. The nitrite level will, will reduce, and you'll see a small spike in nitrate. Ammonia and nitrite levels will eventually hit zero, and nitrate levels are on the rise. So that is basically the cycling of a tank. Make sure, please, that you cycle your tank and that you have good test kits and that you go through this process prior to putting livestock into your tank. There is no need to put a fish through or or any invertebrate or any piece of livestock through those spikes in toxin levels. It will just stress them out. And you'll have a much, much better chance of keeping any fish alive if you do a fishless cycle. Yes, it takes anywhere from two to eight weeks. I would not put any fish in your tank before two weeks. You may think that you've gone through the, the, the cycling process and things like that. Please, please, please wait about two weeks. And it might take as long as eight weeks for you to cycle your tank. Get a good test kit and start testing your tank and going through the cycling process before you put any livestock into your fish tank. Okay. That's it for cycling your tank. There's, of course, lots to come at AquariumTipTank.com. My entire process of cycling my tank will be documented on the website with stories, photos, and videos, as always. I have so much stuff out here that I just have not been able to get on the website just yet. I have videos. I have pictures. I have posts ready to go. I just have to get them up. Uh, Yes, my other actual job uh, has been very, very busy and stressful for me recently, so I have not just not had a chance to get those things up, but please come to AquariumTipTank.com. You will always see those updates up there. I will put those pictures up there. I will add those videos to the YouTube channel. Please be sure to check back there for updates. And again, in about two weeks, uh, we will be back here with more Aquarium Tips and updates. Uh, I am going to try and get in touch with a few people and maybe uh, possibly do an interview uh, for the next podcast. And uh, we'll talk about, of course, how my tank is going, how my cycling process is going and everything else. And it'll be close to time, possibly in another two weeks. I've already had my tank up and cycling for a week. So in about two weeks, my tank will have been cycling for three weeks. I'll tell you how the test results are going, and I'll maybe tell you about how I'm starting to choose the fish that I want to keep in my tank. Again, thank you very much for listening. Please get in touch with us using any manner you'd like. Go ahead and tell us how your aquarium is coming along over at www.aquariumtiptank.com. And of course, as we said, we'll be back with more aquarium tips in about two weeks.